If you're a man, you don't cry about it. You take life up and down. If you're a real man, you never go down, you just stay up. That's why this sports coat costs $800 and that costs $200. And I don't know what that costs, I'd be ashamed to wear it. That's why I'm wearing lizard shoes and a Rolex watch. Importing it, snorting it, any competition extorting it. Anything I want, affording it. Got enough crack to get four to hit. Turn a saint to a sinner, lose to a winner. Whether old school or a beginner, my shit's the best. Rick's the best. Have your heart beating right out your chest. That Rick Flair like. Woo! That Rick Flair like. Woo! This is all I do. I got that Rick Flair like. Styling, profiling. That Ricky make your girl go. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you yeah. see me? I can see you. Can you see me? Yes. I'm looking blue. You still sick? No, I mean like literally the color blue. I'm trying something with this. Still Is that on purpose? Like you got like a new light or something? Yeah, I got a different light. Uh, I don't know. How how have you been, even though I saw you yesterday? Oh, I've been um, been okay. (laughs) (laughs) Been fine. Everything's normal. Yeah, everything's normal. Any changes since last podcast? I am a single man. You're a single... (laughs) Man, a gentleman of singality. Does that make sense? That's right. I am a, uh, a I guess, a loser or sort of loner. <laughs> you had it right, loser. All right, got it. Yeah, uh, the old relationship didn't work out, listeners. Yeah. And uh, what what do you think was the main factor? Maybe moving out with your girlfriend and thinking that was a good idea. No, sorry, yeah. moving out from living with your girlfriend. So basically, you presented me with uh, the idea that you're like, oh, yeah, uh, me and my girl aren't going to live together anymore, but it's cool. Like, everything's going to work out great. And yeah. I said, uh, okay. Sure. If that's that's your opinion on life, then sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, it was more like wishful thinking as far as, um, <laughs> you know, you're just like, the, the relationship had problems. I had, in the last little while before it ended, uh, had made some some changes, some personal changes. And, uh, you know, I thought we were going to be able to ride out whatever uh, nasty waves we had gone through. And instead, uh, you know, it just wasn't the same, especially after I moved out. You know, on each end, we were both happy with the situation. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, I'm, in, I'm enjoying my what I'm doing right now. Are you and, living uh, your best life? I am. <laughs> I am. Like it's it's uh it's been like you know like any I guess like uh, transition to a new place like a move. Uh, it's been a little bit rough as far as sleeping goes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Other than that, uh, the area is great. Um. Yeah, I've been going out and walking more than I've ever walked before. I like just you know kind of taking the the longer way to places. It's it's been fun. Uh, the shows and doing more shows, which is like my big motivation, also to mm-hmm. to get over on, on this end. And so overall, yeah, it's been. You know, it's fucked up. It's like it's what I, it's what I asked for in a weird way, like a long time ago, like to sort of do the, uh, you know, trying trying to do the actual, like com- comedian comic lifestyle type of thing yeah yeah yeah. and uh now you know i feel like it was the right decision for for that at least for the relationship i think ultimately it was the best decision too because you know um, i at least found this place i think just moving out it was more eye-opening like you know now that this happened you know it's it's probably maybe a good idea that you know we cancel this relationship so you know it's it's fine (laughs) It's fine. I still, I still really, um, you know, care for her. I think, yeah. uh, you know, she's going to do well. And if, uh, you know, ever she needs me, 
you know, I, I won't be here for her. <laughs> whenever, listen, baby, whenever you need me, even though we're not together anymore, I won't be there, similar to why I wasn't there for you before. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny. But, um, no, in, you know, I, I care for her greatly, and I yeah, miss yeah. my cat. Miss my cat very much. Uh, you, that's, uh, you said that to me before, and I can tell that's the biggest like hurt that you're going through well like i got really attached okay you know what i mean like i got so attached to this little animal he was the sweetest nicest cutest thing and you know i i used to just love playing with her to talk to her (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it's like that was um yeah that that was um that was that sucked. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, because like before I left, like I I picked her up and I, and I had her on my lap and I was just like giving her like you know nothing over like the top. Coochie coo. Yeah, just so like oh you know who's a who's a big pretty girl like type of thing and her belly and shit and I'm like well you know I it's not like I'm gonna be able to stay here too long so I've just like just a you know about a minute or something and put her back down and say goodbye to her and. That, yeah, that was it. It was um, it was a weird walk to the subway station because like, you know, I I'm walking away feeling like holy shit, whatever life I had back there, I'm just that's done. You know what I mean? But that was a few years, mm-hmm. and um, now it's just it's 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 over. And I was overwhelmed with like an excitement of like just for the change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I I was almost like at the end of a movie when when the main character like is, is in a weird way victorious it's yeah yeah, like, yeah like you have that judd what was his name judd something from uh breakfast yeah. club at the end where he's like yeah and then it just <laughs> fades to black like, <laughs> yeah. with a silhouette or goes to credits or whatever yeah um it, it had a weird feeling like that like i said um i wanted it to work but i'm not surprised it didn't Mm-hmm. And it's uh, I'm not shocked like that it ended. It's more like you know I, I you know I just I'm, I don't like dating. You know it's I I, I like my girlfriend and yeah. I just you know whatever it's over now. But you know what is still going strong? This podcast. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this this will never die, right, Sanker? <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to treat me well. One day I'm just gonna wake up to look at it on Monday, and it's just gonna be called the Ogre Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then one day it's gonna be called the Ogre and Troll Podcast, and you're gonna oh, be no. like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" <laughs> yeah, I'll be so jealous. <laughs> oh man! And then once in a while I'll suggest to the troll maybe we could make it the Goblin Ogre and Troll podcast, you know, if you're into that type of thing. And he'd probably be like, uh, "Ogre, I, I thought we we we, <laughs> we we agreed not to uh, bring him up. <laughs> Don't bring up the Goblin." <laughs> uh, but you know what? That's I uh, I I think there's no other way to be than excited. Um, yeah. Because like, what else are you gonna do? Other, if you're not excited, you'll you'll wallow in the pain that is you being unwanted right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you, well, you put it that way, it it, it does make uh, motivate me uh, to get in really good shape and take your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be at the club with her with my arm like, oh, Sanker, what are you doing here? Like, I'm booked. You knew this. <laughs> I, I got you on this show. <laughs> Fancy seeing you here. <laughs> oh, my bad. I didn't know. Oh, um, uh, anyways, uh, uh, babe, you, you know Daniel. <laughs> Let's go grab our seats. Uh, front row. <laughs> That's okay. My, my girl told me she doesn't like gangly Mexicans. Oh, <laughs> like, what does she have against gangstery Mexicans? No, gangly. 
Oh, gangly. You know, you're not a gangster. <laughs> what a weird compliment you just gave yourself. I heard gangstery. This, this is how bad it was. You, you're so ungangster. You went like this. What did you have against gangstery Mexican? <laughs> I yoed it up with my my hands like a Your fucking hedge. house mom. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing in the lemonade and the biscuits. Yeah, it was embarrassing. We, we all saw that. But... Um, um, so mm-hmm. let me ask you a question though. In a way, in a way, your progression into singlehood uh, is also the result of you wanting to go after your comedy career a little deeper, right? Yeah. Make give it a real like effort, right? So if you fail. <laughs> looks like it's improv for me (laughs) (laughs) oh my god if i saw you on an improv stage just being like hey uh give me a give me a a good job to have yeah, give me something that's uh, you know uh, squishy. You know, that's, uh, <laughs> what starts with the letter Q? Queer. <laughs> give me something that's squishy. Yo, dick. <laughs> Yo, girl's ass. Like, oh, shit. I can't stand it, bro. Sometimes, like I, I always like that. I always see that ar- argument that like, uh, like good improv is great, but bad improv is like atrocious like like there is good improv you watch and you're like oh those guys are funny and then but then like the really bad is really bad but to be honest like good improv is like 10 percent of improv to me i might i might be a jerk in saying that to other people who listen to this but to me good improv there's like 10 percent of improv is good improv i just remember what imp like that um whose line is it anyways like I'm like, as far as like the peak of what where you get to with yeah. improv, because not even SNL. SNL is like all scripted and rehearsed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, legitimate that's sketch comedy. Yeah, but the actual like what what they're doing on whose line is it anyways? Oh, which, yeah. which had me changing the channel so quickly. Oh, like, really? As soon as I did not care for it. It was just like, okay. I to me, I'm like, if that's about as good as it gets like with improv like as far as like because I've, I've seen improv like live i think yeah. i was waiting for like a comedy show to start or something <laughs> <laughs> which is how most improv is seen <laughs> yeah by accident yeah. improv is <laughs> improv is like the trailers for a good comedy show you know exactly it's the you'll warm-up. see it if you are there early but you're not going to show up nobody shows up for the trailers Right. It's like you ignore the trailers. You you have a cigarette during the trailers. Like that's <laughs> improv. <laughs> it's a smoke break. <laughs> We're gonna pump you up. Like, I don't know. I think it mixes the uh you know audience participation oftentimes like where where they'll get requests from the audience yeah like uh, what's your favorite animal a duck and then all the guy does is quack his way through the fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It, it, you know, it okay. gives me douche chills. It just yeah, gives me douche chills. It does. Um, I will defend. I used to watch Who's Lies in any anyway. To me, I would have considered that like the ten percent of improv that I found funny. Nothing else. I've never yeah. seen good live improv. I'll say that as well. Whose line is anyway? I assume they also would clip together the best parts, right? Right. Whereas, like, I've never just been, like, hanging out at the comedy bar, you know, and I'm watching and I'm like, oh, ha-ha, I get it. The boss is a duck and the the duck doesn't want mergers or something like that. I don't yeah, know yeah. what it, you know? You're firing a duck, but yeah. he doesn't understand because he's a duck. Because so he's it's a duck. awkward. <laughs> woof, woof, quack, quack. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> you're fired, Dylan. Quack, quack. No, we said you're fired. <laughs> what stupid. Sh- it's <laughs> so <Dylan>. stupid, Dylan. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. It's um, I you know just like everything that was affected by the lockdown. I just, I hope improv, you know, at least 
<laughs> Dice, could, you, could you imagine that in the new world post COVID, improv yeah. just doesn't exist anymore? Yeah. It just kind of fell out. <laughs> although, like, although, like, people who did improv for a living or, or like, like, as a thing on the weekends are all homeless on the corners, like, just like trying to take <laughs> suggestions, like, hey. <laughs> so fucking a, a hobo. <laughs> Can you spare a suggestion? Can you spare a, a, a theme? <laughs> I'll do improv for change. Got <laughs> <laughs> a sign. Yeah. <laughs> improv for change. Yeah, just people you just know, throw. Yeah. You know how embarrassing it would be to be a hobo improv artist and to ask them, "Can you give me a suggestion of a good job?" <laughs> <laughs> What's an occupation that people do? Train conductor. And he's just like, choo, choo. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I, um, it's like, like, you ever take a date to an improv show? Like, it's not like you've ever seen yes. a date, like, there. And, like, they're laughing so hard that they're turning to each other. And like saying, did you see that? Like, I like, can't like improv laugh is like, oh, oh, it's a, it's polite joy, I guess, but it's not like, oh, that's so funny. Anybody yeah. who thinks improv is funny, I mean, that's just a particular type of humor, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, it just makes me cringe. Yeah, I guess it should be looked at as like like country music, like. I don't like country music, but it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you that you like country music. You just like country music. You know, it kind of reminds me of, and I think this is why it makes me cringe a bit, is that I used to do that, like, I guess what you would consider improv, but as a child, okay. like, as yeah, a yeah, little yeah. kid when you're playing, like, <laughs> I'm true. Donatello now, you know, now you're Leonardo, and, and it's just like we're play fighting, and but now you see full-grown adults <laughs> they're playing with each other, yeah playing pretend exactly with each <laughs> you're, other you're seeing a 25 year old undergraduate student playing pretend right <laughs> and they're not like it's acting it's like yeah where's the director where's the mo- where's the film cameras this is not acting you're, you're all just getting together and playing pretend pretty play pretend. and you know what's my least favorite improv mm. uh, uh current day specific improv like meaning They'll be doing improv and then they're like, yell out a, a person. And then they're like, Tony Stark. And then they're going to do like Marvel references in their <laughs> improv. And <laughs> I'm blanking on, I'm so stupid. I'm blanking on, um, what is the word when you have a, a current events joke in comedy? Um, Top, uh, topical. Topical. Like topical improv bothers me. I can't yeah. stand it. Oh my God. Oh, and then. Trump walks in, Trump. and then, like, <laughs> and then the, it's the next guy's line, and he's like, "Hello, everybody!" He does like some <laughs> off, like terrible fucking Trump impression, and the audience just eats it up. Yes, like, also it's so veiled because you know the person just has a Trump impression, so they yeah. work it into any skit possible. Like it could be like, "Oh, uh, okay, homemaker." So it's a wife, and she's working in her kitchen. And uh, the the chicken is burnt. Oh, no. So then they do that scene for a little bit. And then they're like, and then Trump walks in. And you're yeah. like, why? <laughs> yeah. He just walks in like, I smell burnt chicken. If it's Obama's fault. If it wasn't for Obama, <laughs> that chicken wouldn't be burnt. I make the best chicken. <laughs> and everybody will be losing their minds. So lazy. <laughs> it is. It's, it's like, you know, that's why comedy will forever be infinitely better yeah like stand-up comedy yeah yeah if you're listening to this and you like improv uh i (laughs) i don't care i don't care no like whatever i have seen good improv and it is what it is but i'm just saying like i and you asked me if i've ever taken a date to improv no i would never do that but i have been taken on a date Oh, what the hell? There we go. Uh, Yeah, uh, fucking computer crashed. 
Yeah, it was like, uh, as we were talking shit about improv, it's just like, <laughs> improv your way out of this, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic. Um, anyway, the only thing that sucks is now I'm on my phone. I had a very great uh, video clip prepared, but now it's just going to be a tease for next episode. So, you know, be excited, fans. <laughs> Fan. It's just one Asian guy named Fan. That <laughs> <laughs> Fan uh, Oh yeah, I, I told you about how I got another weird message. Yes, I want to hear. Yeah, it was. Um, it, 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 I don't know if the guy had special needs, but he just started like trying to call me, like. Oh, no, did it freeze again? Uh. Yep. Yep. Say we'll we'll start right now. You got another. We, I heard you got another weird message that you think is originating, or these are originating from our podcast, but you're not sure. I'm not certain, like what is sort of like inspiring these people to reach out to me. But uh, recently, I, what I think was a special needs person um, reached out to me. Uh, first, he tried to call me through Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I got like a, a few missed calls from him. And then I you, messaged him back. I, you rang. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one second. What, was Lurch special needs, by the way? Lurk? Lurch, like you, that you rang line is oh, from yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Adam's family. Is it suggested that he's basically, well, no, I guess he's a Frankenstein's monster, right? Yeah. So he's not special needs, he's just a monster. All right, I'm going to send these to you backwards. Uh, that oh. way you get them in, like, from start, from the top to bottom in order. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. One second. Shit. Why can't I just send a bunch at the same time? Oh, yeah, I can. There we go. Okay. So this is this would be the last one you're sending me. The okay. last. Yeah, it's it should be like four of them in total. I gotcha. I don't know if we'll get to share screen this time, but whatever. We'll. Uh... <laughs> the best part is the two mutual friends, Jared Nathan and Nathan Texera. Right. A couple Both of Nathans. People. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only friends people with Nathan in their name somewhere. And yeah. You. Okay. Um, I will play. I guess him and you'll play yourself. Okay. All right. Uh, hi. And I'll, I'll replace the missed audio calls with ring, 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 ring. Okay. Hi. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. <laughs> you rang. Hi. <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> hey, busy. What's up? Uh, ring. ring. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, sorry. Uh, nothing much, ring, ring. Hi, Lee. How old are you? Why did you hang up? Sorry, how old are you? <laughs> sorry for hanging up, by the way. How old are you? <laughs> oh, it continues. Uh, how old are you? I'm 40. How old are you? So, I'm sorry. For that. Sorry. How old are you? I'm 40. How old are you? <laughs> uh, hmm. I don't tell 40-year-old men my age, usually. Your age is? Hi. <laughs> I was born yesterday, believe it or not. Good luck being 40, Zach. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and then you blocked Zachary. <laughs> 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 
he may have been our one and only fan. And uh, <laughs> you blocked him. I needed oh, to kick him to the curb. He's definitely, he's like, he's autistic or something like that. I don't know what, but he's something. Like, why would you just call me? Like, you know, like, I'm going to answer and then what? We're going to be the best of friends. I'm going to be like, <laughs> well, you know, Zach, I don't know if you're in the area next week, but we should definitely, you know, um, be autistic together. <laughs> what? What age, range, what age range do you think he was shooting for? With it's never me? a good number. Yeah, from you. Like, like I'm curious know, as to why he would want to know my age. I mean, probably to fuck you. I don't know. Oh, you think so? You think Zachary has a thing for, for long-haired Latino men? Maybe, but only between a certain age range. And that's what I'm asking. What age range do you think he was shooting for? Well, the way I look, I would say... Like late twenties to mid thirties, I guess. I mean, he wanted a guy who's at least you know, at least I'm not twelve. I, you know what I mean? Here's, I have here's a I have thing. a mustache in my picture. <laughs> I know, but I. So you're right; it wouldn't be young. But I'm gonna say not above thirty. So I know you are above thirty, but I think he saw you and probably has a rule: he doesn't fuck men o- uh, like over thirty. So he's asking you to be like, hey, you know, how old are you? Because he's like, he looks good enough, but, uh, you know, he's got his rule. And you got to stick by your rules. Right. You got a code. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you only fuck 20 year olds. I live by the code and die by the code. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. Call I mean, that's the thing about like, asking another guy your age yeah like that's that's when it starts to get like like i don't know i want to say the word intimate in a weird way like it gets in this weird like what is your age how old are you it's like yeah why what is that what does that do for you like it, it's just it's just awkward and off-putting well and i mean and, I, and you know i like to be playful online but i could yeah. i had to stop with this guy <laughs> okay let's be fair he was clear. He's autistic. He's something. He has, he has, you're right. He has special needs. He's not like, because it's not just, it's, it's the answers in relation to that of like, uh, yeah, like, hi, sorry. How old are you? I'm 40. How old are you? You know, like the, the speaking pattern is way too off. It's yeah. It's, it seems like a little bit hurried. It seems like a little bit like kind of, really prying like so yeah you're gonna tell me uh, yeah you know I, I i like this stuff uh anyways uh so like I, like i asked you what you know like it's like why do you so desperately want to know my age <laughs> because he's hoping you're deliciously young <laughs> ah fuck you know what i actually feel fucked up by that because i'm like Lord. i wish i would have just kept talking to him so i could disappoint him <laughs> <laughs> so, so I could tell him I'm 35, and then he goes, like, "Ew, you faggot!" and then hangs up on me. <laughs> it's like once I'm older, and now it's weird. Here's my here's my new theory. Here's my new theory. So he is special needs or a person with autism or whatever, right? And he's had a history of contacting people who were too young, right? Because he didn't understand. The idea that it's weird to message a thirteen-year-old to be like, "Hey, you want to go play or something like that," you know? Oh, I know. And I don't mean not even in a dirty way. Just like, "Hey, uh, what's you know, what's your PSN pass like, like name or whatever? Let's play online together," because they are childlike-minded, right? Mm. But then a grown-up around them said, "Hey, it's not cool for you as a forty-year-old man to message," you know. 12 year olds right yeah so they so he's like well what's a normal age and they gave them some range right so he saw you and he just wants to double check that you're old enough for him to talk to that's my new theory that's quite the theory um (laughs) my 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 theory is you're going to disagree he's... with me? I had to listen to your fucking 9-11 episode. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying that's a, I said that's I, a good theory. Maybe I have two facts of autism. 
don't know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, sorry, you're right. You're right. I think you're 100 percent right with the autism thing. Yeah. Um, I, he could have, but my theory is that he's a listener of the show and a very big fan of mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's your theory. Yes. Yeah. And this is what your fans are like. That's yes. All. Autistics. Yeah. <laughs> you had the autism demographic, and then you had to go pitch for Netflix one day, and you're yeah. like, you don't understand the autism market is wide open. Yeah, <laughs> it's just waiting for me to swoop in and pick it up with my talons and fly. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I think your best friend, whose name will not be named, but he's a shark among men, right? Yes. Do you think he has very, very mild Asperger's? <laughs> um, may, maybe he's on, like, they call it the spectrum, maybe. But I, I don't... Mildly. I've never actually gotten, like, oh, he's, you know... He, you know, he's an odd guy. He's weird. I think he's seen enough... Uh, like online brutality, <laughs> like like those those fucked up execution oh, videos. Like, yeah, like yeah. He, I think he's seen a lot of garbage that and it's warped his mind. I think it's warped his mind. Plus, you know where he works, it's a uh, very it, it it's oh, been right. he's in yeah. a different role now, but it was a very stressful, almost emergency like type of uh, situations that he would have right. to be involved right. in, and he would have to listen to a lot of horrible things over the phone. So my friend, I think, is disturbed. Like I, 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 I yeah, right. I don't think he's um, what's it called? Uh, you know, As autistic or, or Aspergery. No, no. I would, but and he I, is a disturbed fella. I think. And I would, I will say this in his defense of my insult to him. I, I'm not suggesting uh, autism is too far. I'm saying like the dip your toes in version of of being autistic, like. Literally, just like he dips, you know, you dip your toe in to test a pool. Like he's yeah. not, he's not really, you know, just like, just a little, just a, a, a comfortable amount, which I think we all do have. He's getting a feel, yeah. He's getting just a little, very mild, you know. <laughs> I, I, I feel like there's something in him that might be like, I only use HP pencils only. I will not write with anything else like that. <laughs> Well, he's got a very crazy collection of DVDs and, and CDs. Like, he's got a couple of movies. He's got, like, Children of the Corn Part 6 on, like, Blu-ray. And he's got, like, yeah, two yeah. copies of the DVDs. One was, like, I guess some limited edition. And in case he lost one. He's one of those guys who, like I don't know, he collects. But, but it's just, like, I think he's slowed down definitely since he became a dad. But... He, he, like, in his will, apparently, he's going to leave me all his DVDs. <laughs> uh, like, if, if all my life keeps going to shit, like it does every fucking four years, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just, and he dies within that time, I could probably build myself a pretty sweet house with just DVD cases. <laughs> I'd have to pick somewhere warm, but... Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not ever going to probably watch all of those fucking movies. Like, I probably have to sell them online. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to people who actually like vintage horror 80s slasher movies. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which is definitely, that's what he has, right? Like. Oh, yeah. He has, he loves those. He's, you know, he, he, he likes a lot of shitty movies, too. Like, there are a few movies that he's recommended to me. And I was like, what the fuck? What? You really like that? Yeah. He, um, yeah. Oh my god! This one time, did I talk? Okay, I'm gonna say it again. I I forget if I mentioned yeah, this or yeah. not. But he he once recommended um, a movie. Uh, we were in the uh, uh, this this really wide selection of horror movie video store that used to be in the Square One Mall. Yeah. And I was just looking to buy something that I'd never seen before. Like the 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 goal was to just pick something out that looked crazy. And just buy that. And I was going to watch it with uh, an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Another ex-girlfriend. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a pattern here. Um, and it's a movie called Irreversible. And Irreversible is like this French movie. It's a French revenge movie. And um, 
like from from France, not not Quebec, yeah, yeah. where your people are half from. Uh, in this movie, there's a very like okay. The reason why I bought it, first and foremost, I picked it. I was with Vin. I, I was with my friend, <laughs> and I picked it up and um, I showed him the box cover, and I'm like, "You ever seen this?" And yeah, yeah. he just he just wide eyed like goes like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah yeah like that, that that's a good one yeah you want that and it was almost like 30 bucks but i was just like okay sure you know i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. oh and he said his his selling point was there's a uh a really sick fire extinguisher scene and <laughs> i was like are you there yeah, yeah, yeah i'm there oh he's disappeared Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just there. I'm checking in on some stuff. I'm there. I'm listening. That's funny. Like the little character that pops up kind of has your shape, like just the two odd circles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and, the uh, fire extinguisher scene. I get to, um, I, I, you know, I get home. Uh, my girl comes over. Uh, we put it on. Dude, this was like from the opening scene is like in some fucked up gay sex club. Yeah. Like where there's just random dudes hooking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and dudes just jacking off in the corner. And we're just <laughs> watching this. Every and, and, and like, girl, like we look, you ever like sat like next to like a date or your girlfriend and you just yeah, yeah, you yeah. both like look at each other. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, what, yeah, yeah, what's going What's on? happening? And um, the movie goes on. Okay, so basically what made this movie infamous that Vince, oh, fuck it, what, what, my friend, uh, failed, <laughs> what my friend failed to mention at that there is like a brutal rape scene that, that, that lasts like eight or nine minutes. Yeah, bad. Like it was oh. a one shot, continuous shot of a, Right. Of a rape scene under a, a tunnel, a red tunnel, like going to a subway. It looks scary. And it's just so brutal. And fucking me and my girl look at each other like a few times, like a minute into the rape. We're just like, <laughs> this is like, where's this going? Dude, we're eating pizza. I, oh, I, have, to, like, I have to wipe my hands and I grab the remote and I start fast forwarding it. Yeah, yeah, and it just keeps going and going and going. And it won't stop. <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering: is when you click fast forward, because whenever those awkward scenes, you you always have that thing of like, am I gonna click fast forward or is this gonna end in like you know twenty seconds? And then I'm right, gonna, you don't touch it at first, and then you obviously get to the point where you're like, okay, well, I'm just fast forwarding. It is not ending. It, 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 it even fast forwarding it took so long <laughs> it was an awkward fast forward break. the fast forward added it was like almost like a minute of fast forwarding like and you're just like a solid 60 seconds and you're still seeing this woman getting brutalized so yeah, yeah. the movie is just basically about this lady getting raped and i think it's her husband or her brother i forget who it is but he goes on a, a revenge quest uh to uh, find who who raped her and he locates him at this at that sex that gay sex club, yeah. um, and in it he kills uh, the guy who he thinks is the rapist with a fire extinguisher, but it's the wrong dude, and oh, the and the yeah. dude who he kills like he after he kills him, it the the camera like pans over to the actual rapist who's like yeah. standing back just watching all that. Oh my god! It's Pressure just a brutal movie. Yeah, they. I, I own awful. a French movie, a French Canadian movie called. I want to say it's called Thirteen. I guess I can't remember what it's called. Thirteen Days or something like that. Um, and basically, this guy's uh, little girl daughter, right, is like raped and murdered um, on the way back from school or something. Like someone snatches her up. Look, they don't, and it's not as brutal as that. They don't show it. But he finds they do show like a fake girl dead body or whatever, and then similar situation. This guy goes on a, a rampage. He like snatches the guy. The guy's the criminal is being transported. 
from yeah. like prison to the courts or whatever and he snatches the guy and like tortures him for 13 days it's so yeah. fucked. you know what i should give it to you and you can give it to vince because like <laughs> it, it's it's a, it's a shark's <laughs> extravaganza he would love it and he speaks french anyway so he's good Right, like, yeah, we would have to probably throw that on because I, I would need to see him react to it, like, like just okay. as far as like you know, like as as all the brutality is happening, like, and I'll try to say something to him, and he'll just shush me. <laughs> shush the rape. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep it down. Trying to watch this movie. This is the good part. Get <laughs> me kicked in the face. Yeah. I'm like, hey, hey, uh, shark, you want to get some popcorn? And he's like, oh, he pauses it. <laughs> Another fucking reel. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't, I didn't get it. I was just like, how did you enjoy this so much? Like, I this was a terrible movie. <laughs> it yeah. made me feel bad. It fucking disturbed me. Well, it was like. I think I ended up giving it to him, or I gave it to some. Pause for a second. You, you gave it to somebody. Um, I, yeah. I have, but it. He might argue, and this is the argument mm -hmm. I've gotten before from uh, Jeremy Dobsky from while well, like because of that other podcast I do, uh, Flicks with Dicks. Like, there's certain movies that I've watched that I've really it's it's not for me. And the one I watched, it's called Antichrist, right? And it's by this dude, basically like this kid, uh, this baby uh, walks outside of their like apartment window while they're, this couple is fucking, right? Yeah. And then like the guilt and everything, whatever, is the mom is, can't, is inconsolable. So the husband, who's, uh, who's Willem Dafoe, takes her to their like cabin that they own to like, and he's a therapist. He's like talking her through it and everything like that, whatever. And she I'm ends just up laughing at the it. idea of a Willem Dafoe sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he has a very large uh, penis. Well, to make it hot, then you can't focus on anything other than his penis. Because <laughs> he, he's, he's goblin-y. He is. Like, yeah. He's made yeah. for that role. But anyway, mm -hmm. the, the wife in the movie grabs a log, like gets him hard and then grabs a log, like a piece of wood that you're going to put in a fireplace and bangs his dick like hard and it's bleeding and shit like that. And then she puts it off bloody. It's so fucked up. And like, I remember Dobsey was excited for me to watch this movie and I just don't understand. I don't yeah. understand the appeal it's maybe this is back to the country music argument we're having. Maybe it's just, it's country music and it's not for me. Like the thing about having like a, a penis smashing like thing in like in a movie is that is antichrist at least like the rest of it. Is it still a good film? Like is the story good? Is it because I could forgive a fucked up scene I, as long as the, uh, there's a few things because sometimes like just, a movie like it sounds like it's a what thriller, a horror, like what is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a a thriller, I guess. No, a horror. I guess, I guess a horror. Yeah. So I mean, like, like sometimes you watch a scene like that, and you're like, oh, they're just trying to be shocking, uh, or they're just trying to really push it like visually as like how how terrible this like yeah, yeah. this is. But I um. If it's if the whole movie sucks, then those scenes become even more bothersome. Like, yeah, yeah. I but if they're it. good, it's just like oh, the movie's good. But there's this one scene that I'll admit it. Like, I I kind of have to look away because dick brutality. I'm not really into. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It bothers me. <laughs> dick brutality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like where I tap out of it. I'm yeah, like, ah, yeah. oh, you know, I got a dick. I don't want it to get hurt like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I think we're at the, the point again where it's uh, Lee's final thoughts. Oh, I thought you were going to put up a uh, news story or some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, though, because I, I'm on my phone right now because my computer crashed. Sure. So uh, this is all I got. The news story will be uh, pushed to the side. The tease is that 
apparently someone who works on Trump's staff has a mental breakdown. Maybe I can, actually. Okay. Let's see. Talk amongst yourself for a, for a bit on your feeling. Let's try to, try to guess what happens in this clip. And, uh, okay, so if there's somebody in his uh, cabinet, whatever, administration or whatever you call it, that is having a mental breakdown, I wonder how close that person is to Trump. Like, is it a family member of his? Is it somebody that was appointed? I mean, the election is like, you know, close and or, or the debates or everything's about to get started. Somebody who's probably on the inside of this shit, uh, you know, probably has some information that would probably deeply worry and concern them. So as far as like maybe having to keep it secret, the pressure maybe is too much. And I'm assuming that's why they're having a mental breakdown because things are culminating to a point where it's about to get really uh, intense for, for that whole circle, oh. for the world. So you're, 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 you're scapegoating them. You're like, yeah, you know what? There's a reason for this mental. Well, I guess there's a reason for all mental breakdowns. Are but you watching just right now, by the way? Yeah, I, I can see it. Yeah. The president was hit can with a this? major blow yep. over the yep. weekend okay. after his former campaign manager, Brad Pascal, reportedly suffered a mental breakdown at his home in Fort Lauderdale. His wife, Candace, called police Sunday reporting that he was armed and threatening suicide. A neighbor called 911. She heard a gunshot go off. She doesn't want to walk back in. She's worried he shot himself. When police arrived, they found Candace Parscale had fled their home wearing a bikini and towel. She nice. told her husband had threatened her. He came back out of his office. According to the police report, there were bruises on her arms and face. A SWAT team... Pause. I will say, I'm such a creep that like, I'm trying to pay attention to this. But then I'm also staring at her side boob. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, saying something. And you have to know some of the cops are like, wait, wait, you got to say that again. What happened? I wasn't paying attention the first time. Right. Okay. Do you mind removing the towel, ma'am? We just need to make sure you're, you don't have any weapons. Or... <laughs> <laughs> it's interfering with our investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Came out in a towel and bikini. Like, Okay. Like, so while he was going crazy or just going for a dip in the pool, like, why? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. She's like, oh, he's always so crazy. And she's just... <laughs> <laughs> just jumping off the diving board <laughs> as oh he's firing God. his weapon in the air. But, okay, so he's the ex-campaign manager. So okay. I, I'm guessing Trump might have let him go prior to the next campaign season. Okay. Let's see what else rounded the house and spoke to Parscale over the phone. Can you come outside with no weapons, please? When Parscale finally agreed to come out, he had a beer in his hand and appeared intoxicated. Leaving nothing to chance, cops tackled the six foot oh, political oh, Wow. That's a big dude. Police transported him to a hospital for psychiatric evaluation. Parscale was considered a key player in the president's upset victory in 2016. Right. He was named 2020's campaign manager, but was demoted. That, that, and we're gonna, we have to rewind and see that again. Yeah. Uh, that takedown <laughs> did not seem necessary. <laughs> and it was a very weak takedown, like yes. edge. Edge from the fucking WWE used to do better, and he was a scrawny yeah. fucking. <laughs> With the worst fucking spear ever. Yeah, the, the spear. Did you watch that YouTube clip of how they like have a montage of his spears and how, how <laughs> shitty how they look? They yeah, is that that that's like the finishing move of a big dude. You <laughs> I know, know what I mean? with shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that, that guy has the body of Joey Ramone. <laughs> <laughs> spear <laughs> right. let's check out this spear again it's it, but yeah. it, tell me if i'm wrong it seems unnecessary like it felt like they should have gone for the cups first and then yeah. it existed but it just kind of comes out of nowhere and you can see the shock <laughs> on his face too. Nothing. yeah 
He's like the he's like the big Lebowski. He's like, careful, man. There's a beverage here. We'll say that again. <laughs> like, remember in Lebowski, he's like they're they're like fucking like trying to like court like twist his arm into a limo, and he's got like a drink on him. He's like, careful, man. There's a beverage here. <laughs> Like he walked out with his can of beer, almost to go like, "Hey, everything's cool." Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Don't uh, harsh my buzz, man. No, <laughs> I wasn't. Fi- I wasn't firing shots. I was doing them. Like, I'm it's done just with the- Yeah. But it says Brad Pascal is a member of our family, and we all love him. We are ready to support him and his family in any way possible. That's from the <laughs> Trump campaign, uh, whatever. Which I guess they have to say. They have to do that. Like. You can't just well, yeah. be like, oh, we don't know what's going on, but uh, ignored. Right. You can't exactly. I mean, that's going to absolutely come out. Like this guy who's part of, uh, you know, the president's uh, uh, campaign in his reelection. He's like firing or wielding a gun and being drunk and shirtless and being tackled. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they're going to. And honestly, that wasn't a very impressive tackle. Like, no, like he almost look, if you rewatch it, it almost looks like uh, that dude Brad or whatever actually went down on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like he he's like go. Yeah, man. he felt it, but he's such a big dude; it didn't really do anything. He's like, oh, okay, this is where this is where I fall down, and he just laid on the ground, and he even fell like with his hands up. Yeah, yeah, like, with he, up, like because if you were tackled, you'd slam on the ground, and then they would rush you. But he just like laid on the ground. <laughs> It was more like uh, if you shoved a mannequin over and they just yeah. hobbled. Like, he hobbled <laughs> him, but he didn't, like, slam him. No. Yeah, that, that wasn't very, like, impressive at all. Terrible cop. Um, all right. Uh, I do have to go now. So why don't you give Lee's final thoughts? Um, okay. My final thoughts for this episode is uh, follow your dreams, everybody. Even if it means you're going to lose probably the best woman you've ever had in your life.